have to take a break from all their associated hypocrisy on Twitter because I've seen a lot of things this morning. Like I was just said this afternoon, a lot of justification. And it buttresses my points, my constant points is that once Nigerians like you, they will always make an excuse for you. Like now we're trying to justify that, oh, you know what? A married man can cheat. After all, we like you, Ledochi, whatever his name is. The fact that he, he, he cheated, got caught, and before he got exposed, he lied that his second wife without any pictures of marriage, no proof of marriage. But mm, it's Nigeria, the show must go on. Hello, guys, welcome to another episode of Yonaba Nothing Podcast. Kunle, cheating is not a normal thing for guys, for men. But once it's Messi, she's the, she's the devil's incarnate. Well, we know, how, we know how it is for men every time. So, uh, but before I go on, hello, guys. And and I'm glad to be here again. And of course, again, we know how it is for men and, and all that. And like, the standards are always different. If it's, if a man cheats, we always tell the woman not to leave you because we don't want to destroy the nothing. Oh, that the man has destroyed already. We we Sorry, it doesn't count. <laughs> it, it's just nonsense. Anyway, I know that LMJ for all his his past, for all the things in his past, is a more committed guy now. So he's probably done with his cheating phase. Oh, past, oh, oh, past, mama, kumami, kumasi, kumasi, the deep voice note, yo, the podcast, yo, my lady. Good evening, guys. LMJ. Uh, <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you, but what do you mean by mm. past? I know your past. What do you mean so, by go by a bit the way, saying, the way you are saying, you know my past now. People think I slept with dog or something. So please, 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 be very careful when you say stuff like that. This is <laughs> please, please. I've already seen enough videos to disgust me for a lifetime this evening. Please, please. Because I don't understand what amount of what is going on in this world anymore. I, I can't explain it. I don't get it. Gratefully, ah, gratefully enough, I've not seen the video and I would not see it. Whosoever whosoever happens to bring it to my timeline, I would ensure I block that. I wish I could go back to look for the person, but I just wouldn't would, could could not be the thought of going back to see the nonsense again. Like ah, well, let's just keep that. Um coolly, obviously when the rumor started two weeks ago that Elon Musk wanted to buy twitter was like oh don't buy it buy it blah 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 all those kind of things have been happening but why is there how do i put it why is there so much i don't want to call it backlash but why is there so much opposition to the idea that musk is buying twitter or he has bought twitter i think it's it's down to the fact that um billionaires or the super rich people owning media platform is not particularly something to be something to share because Ultimately, this platform used to serve their agendas. Like we see what we see what is happening with Jeff Bezos only the Washington Post, and suddenly Washington Post is posting stuff like, "Eh, his pop is up. Is is being poor really that bad? Or oh, let's let the billionaires choose our president for the next few years now." So 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 and so. He's <laughs> <laughs> being poor really that bad. <laughs> like, uh, oh, like uh, don't worry, you can survive. You can survive nuclear uh, nuclear blast from so so and so. Like. Something that doesn't make sense again because it's for the agenda of the rich. But the only thing I'm that's uh, I find with it, I, I feel like we have we have seen not woken up to this in society. Like before Elon Musk decided to buy Twitter, it's not as it's not it was not previously owned by a nice person. It was also a rich person that was using to do his own bidding. So and who was that? Once, it was it, Jack, obviously. And again, there is. But Jack, Jack has always felt Jack, like he was neutral. What kind of bidding? Jack, Jack. <laughs> well, I Jack stepped down as the chairman of. Um, uh, Elon, that was last year. 
Yeah, to face yeah, that was late, so, late last year. Uh, I, 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 feel, I feel like uh, the the noise about Elon Musk owning Twitter is just senseless because there's no point. It was owned by a private body before. It was not like it's a commemorate or it was owned by somebody before. So, but the issue I feel is because Elon Musk is kind of a more outspoken person and the more I don't give an F kind of person. So people are like kind of worried that if this kind of person is in charge of one of the strongest, because the fact remains that Twitter is the strongest social media app. There's no way you yes, can go yes. about it. Twitter so, is where it feels like you actually have freedom. Of yeah, speech. and and a lot of power move can be played with Twitter, and that is what a lot of people are trying to avoid. I don't. For me, for me, I am a big Elon Elon boy, fan boy, and. I just believe God, that. God forbid. <laughs> I just, no, if you if you if you if you come from where I come from, or if you are coming from where I'm coming from, if you are in the crypto space, if you are in the NFT space, you would know why we why we like him. He gets us. Is he, he understands the culture, and so, and you might. Well, there not... was a period that he made a tweet that also because Elon Musk is. It's unstable. Let's not forget the fact that it's unstable. He invested a lot of money in crypto. Then he woke that's, up one day again and tweeted something that affected that same crypto. And he yes, went down. That is, that, is, that, is, that is what makes him unique. Like, you, one, is unpredictable. Two, you, you, might not, you might not agree, but he's unbiased. He's not somebody that... If, 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 he does, if, if he's supporting, for example, if he's supporting Jesus Christ today, and if he wakes up tomorrow and he does not feel it, he will just switch and go to Allah. That's see, just the kind of person he is. But, 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 see, but that's not... Sta- see, I understand what you're saying, right? But that's unstability. Like, uh, in the sense that now, his first few tweets after this accusation was confirmed, was talking about how freedom of speech needs to continue, blah, 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 and what have you. When I say he's unstable, it's the person that talks about freedom of speech that can come back next month and say, you know what, maybe we really need to control the kind of speech that is here. So people, see, it's better for you to know if someone you know if it's not that okay, this person, this person is a narcissist, is a by God, whatever it is. You know that this person, this is who they are. Rather than to have somebody that's unstable and be like, you know what, I feel like I should just do it today for next week or something. I should do it this way for for the next one week. That that, that doesn't bring consistency. Yeah, and frankly, I don't I don't think we understand how dangerous that is. Like someone cannot come out and make a statement about crypto and crypto will go down. Like just one person. Like it is, a, it is not a good precedent for someone to have that power. And the whole hypocrisy of the freedom of speech stuff, because Elon Musk is coming out to say, "Oh yes, we want um, freedom of speech." Blah blah blah. Elon Musk is, is persecuting his workers for not saying stuff that that he agrees with. That for not like workers are saying something, but he's sacking them. He's, he's against them unionizing. So, what exactly the freedom of speech is he talking about? Mm. There's, 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 there's a point to what you are saying, but the fact remains that if it's, it's a business, let's look at it from this point of view. It says that you can't stop a business from happening if the buyer and seller is willing to exchange value. Your opinion actually does not count. Do, do, like, do we all agree? So, yeah, so nobody is using to... the fact that it's a business. Nobody, yeah, that's, it's yeah, a business. Wait, 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 w
and if worse comes to worse, he paid more than 40% premium for the company he bought, meaning mm-hmm. he bought it at a very more like at a very expensive price. Now, let us watch it fail. It is if it fails, it's just as simple as say everybody should shift out of Twitter. No Facebook when we left Facebook. Or was there was there a revolution to leave Facebook? There was never a revolution. I don't uh, I don't even think about leaving out. Facebook. We didn't leave Facebook has a number of users. Twitter just offers something different. I'm not saying. Let's yeah, not get it. Don't get, don't get it to say. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that it's bad. Nobody's saying buying is bad. My point is. No, no, no. I'm not. They're not getting my point. This idea that we are suddenly painting Elon Musk as a good guy or great guy is just. Yeah, but he's not a bad guy. You can say he's a very bad guy. Let's not forget that. Okay, what is bad that he has done? To start with, what is bad that he has done? Um, in, um, Elon was part of the reasons why in 2019 the US carried out a queen in Bolivia because he wanted access to the lithium. And exactly. when people complained about it, he came out and said that wherever I want to go. Like, that is not, I think it's as simple as that. That is not a good person. Again, and the way, <laughs> exactly. he, treats, the way he treats his work, the way he, especially he treats black people, he basically treats black people like slaves in his, in his work, in his work. Uh, Sincerely, this is my issue with black people. We always get emotional and always turn everything to an argument about race. Frankly, you should go I and think they should at any... No, no, no. It's, everything doesn't have to be about race. If you go yeah, and look at... In this case, it actually... Wait, 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 I don't understand. Now. If you are saying wait, that a bad person... Hold on. Wait, right. if you are wait saying now. That, there's a more lawsuits against him from white people than black people. You can go and check. That's because there are more. That's because there are more white people working for him than the black people. Than black people. It has nothing see, to see. do with race. It has nothing to do. Oh, uh, Steve Jobs, I don't see. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs had legal issue before he died. With with people that with workers that claim that he was treating them like animals. Like everything doesn't have to be about race. That's just what I'm trying to wait. Wait, it's not even about race in this instance. When you say if a black, if black, if you are treating black people badly, that's about race. It doesn't have to. You don't have to treat a million black people. It's not. See, it's not about everything. Is not about race. If you are saying, if you are saying, if you are treating black people bad, so you are saying that treating white people bad is not a bad thing, but treating black people no, that's not. See, you you seem to be going off the points. My point here is simple. This is someone that has a history of treating black people badly, and you are saying it's not about race. Hold he's, on, like this is, and, this and is, let's not forget that he, he, uh, the wealth inherited from his parents came from apartheid, like treatment of black people. Like it is, like, <laughs> you don't even need to connect it to that much. It's not even. It's not. It's not that deep, to be honest. Like what me, what me, whether whether um, Jack and you like on Twitter talk to Elon Musk or not, that's their problem. But this idea that you know what, oh my god, and almost is coming to come and change the world, is so much of a good person. Yeah, I think that's frankly, the that's the open. Like, if you want to treat it as a business, fine, yes, it's a business. So it's so a life come and tell us, we know what this guy has done. Yeah, exactly. We know what this guy has done in the past. Whether, see, whether you admire him as a billionaire for what he has done, that's that's fine. But let's not, the fact is, the fact you guys have not been able to, you guys have not been able to pinpoint one bad thing he has done. You are pointing to the appetites that he, he, uh, he inherited wealth from appetites. We just pointed to the fact that someone led a coup 
in a peaceful country because he wanted to get how, how will you say wait wait, say, wait hold on hold on if we say if wait if we say that the u.s if we say that if we say that the u.s is bad because um the u.s goes to libya because um countries like third world countries u.s and other developed countries didn't have access to libya's oil go to libya start sponsoring who and what have you and boom libya kaputs if you say that's a bad thing why can't we say the same thing for a for a, a guy that has done it for his own selfish interest too so are we suddenly saying mm. oh because are you suddenly saying that the fact that someone is sponsoring a coup to enrich himself is a good thing is that smart business so wait wait so let me let me use your logic now let me use your logic now mm-hmm. so you are simply saying that Dangote is probably responsible for all the Boko Haram terrorism that has been inflicted in a decades. That's, I don't, but, but I don't think that's not, that's not how, how does that even correspond now? How, how, how did you know that I am to where Dangote is corresponding to the is wait now, is is one plus one is equals to two, two, two plus two is equals to four now. That's not, is, that's not what, see, they're not, see, there's no correlation. Hold on, there's no correlation in this instance at all. There's no correlation. I, I just gave you an example. example of, wait, there's no correlation. Because, you, you, just, wait, you just simply said, that, you just simply said, wait, 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 are you telling me that? Are you telling me that? Wait, I didn't say, listen to what I am saying. Are you telling me that Dangote got, Dangote went to get his, Dangote got his own, we all know that Dangote got his own sort of money in Nigeria, that's monopoly. We're not okay. talking, that's monopoly of the market, and that's government-sponsored monopoly. So how do you go from the point to say uh, to where we can point out the fact that okay, a person or a certain group of people sponsored coup to get rich, to get rich? How do you compare it to someone's monopoly? Like, how, how, how are you suddenly saying because Dangote is richer that means he's doing the same thing that Elon Musk is doing? Whether you admire the guy, whether you admire the guy or not. It's not no, see, I, I'm not even saying this from the point of oh, admiration. I'm not even saying whether, whether you admire the guy or not, it's not going to change the fact that what is bad is bad. Do you understand? It's not see the everyone and their grandfathers is, know that there is every, no every, everyone and their grandfathers know whether this is what a certain sort of, uh, group of people did to Libya. This is what a certain group of people did to Libya. Everyone and their grandfathers knows that already. But that doesn't mean that people will wake up in the, to, the following morning and be like, Oh my god, we'll not talk to the US. The US have approved another 33 billion dollars to give to Ukraine to fight war, uh, fight war, blah, blah, blah. Everyone understands the politics. That doesn't mean that people won't do things with the U.S. But whatever it is that is bad, is bad. It's not a comparison is... of, oh, because Dangote is a billionaire too. Let's calm down now. See, no, your, point is, bad. your point no. is, your point is, Elomox was financially responsible for the coup that happened in Libya, which there is no actual proof to that. I'm not but saying the coup. I, we're not talking about the Queen Libya. I said in Bolivia. That's we're talking about in Bolivia. That's Cobo. That's what we're talking about. Cobalt in Bolivia. I said Libya okay. is the U.S. government and developed countries that wanted Libya's asset. They wanted access to Libya's crude oil. Okay, that's, that's, that's two differences. Because if you remember vividly, before Gaddafi's, before the whole war started in Libya, Gaddafi's statement was, "My friends in the West have betrayed me." That because he knew that these are the same people that were funding this battle because Gazprom. Um, how do I put it? The top top oil companies they wanted Libya's crude oil by all means, and it was making Libya so powerful. Because imagine a country that small having access to that crude oil by no other country had access to it. They were just refining it and spreading it amongst themselves, and the country and it was enriching the country itself. And they were looking at it from from Europe and US like, oh my God, this is not good. Like if you continue to do this, my empire Africa one day. So that's that's a different thing. 
I'm not, I'm not talking about, nobody said um, Elon Musk was in charge of Bolivia. I'm talking about Bolivia for Elon Musk. So these things happen. That doesn't essentially make it a good, like, oh my God, it's business. That's not business. That's people's lives in charge of. <laughs> you are messing with people's lives. It's not business. Like, it's, actually, it's not smart actually, business at all. Actually, you guys have not been able to say this is what he did, guys, but the, the workers' allegation, the fact is, see, I, I would love to see somebody in the top three that has not had accusation of uh, workers. accusations that get thrown at people that are that are at the echelon of power because you can't run a business without crossing paths with stuff like that. So I no, don't. You, you can't. I'm sorry. You, you can't. can't. I'm sorry. You can't. You can run a business without sponsoring coup. You can't. And you, you can you can clearly run a business without sponsoring coup that would affect the life of other people. I'm not saying you sign to see there's a difference between signing hold on, there's a difference between signing deals with um government or maybe government officials are giving you contracts from the um on, on the side. There are wait, two different things between hold on. But wait, a very now. good example. Mm. You're not see you're you're, you're missing the point exactly. I want to give you I'm not the kind of person that just says uh, theory. These people say, mm -mm. I want to give you examples. The ongoing war in Ukraine, there are many businessmen that directly or indirectly, this, the whole world started finding connections to say they are responsible for fueling the war in Russia, by fueling the Russian army with finances, ammunition, and all of that. Whereas there's no direct connection to these allegations. Now, does it make these accusations true? Are you now saying these people are running business and their business is not clean because they are Russians or because they No, but see, I don't, I, I don't understand how I don't understand how we are discussing something. We are discussing A, and you have suddenly found yourself in this. You're the same wait, hold on. You're the same mm -hmm. person that said that you cannot run a business without getting your hands, blah blah blah. Now you are saying that's that what Russians I'm telling you. That's hold what I'm on, telling you. just that's what I'm you not theoretical person. I'll give you example. Wait, it's not even about theory or practical. Now you're contradicting yourself. You're the same person that said you can't run the business. You can't get to the top echelon without being dirty. Now you're trying to justify the fact that some people are not dirty and they have been. Not, that is not what I'm telling you. I am wait, telling wait. you that I am. I am basically telling you. Mm -mm, don't twist what I'm saying. What I am telling you is. What I am basically telling you is. Once you are at the top, there's always a threat to bring a death on you. In respect, even if it's true or if it's not. So oh, you cannot run a business. So, and so, wait, 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 wait. So what you are saying now is that what you are saying now is that the apartheid allegations, the um, war allegations in Bolivia for his interest, and every other like the, um, workers complaining, black workers complaining, white workers complaining. And everything. Some people practically say this is a guy that wants to destroy the world. Is because he has gotten to top, and those allegations are against him. Is that what oh, you, you think? You, you no, 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 no. It's a yes or no question. Don't see. Don't let. You, 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 you think? You think if his right, business is not successful? You think anybody? You business is not successful? You think anybody will accuse him? Is a yes or no question? You can just say it. It's a yes or no question. Do you believe that those things are unfair allegations because he has gotten to the top? Yes, the allegations because he's at okay, the top. No problem. No problem. Um, Kule, let's just we just have to drop this mosque issue and move on because, like I said at the beginning of this show, one thing I have learned over time in this world is that in the world that we live in, 
just let people like you. Once people, once people like you, trust me, they will go to the extra extra miles to defend some of the most ridiculous things that you have done before in the past. Like I've seen it this morning on Twitter. Those people that are defending you, Lene. people will create. It's short. They might say that you killed somebody. People will come out once they like you and say like, like the person ran into the bullet and you were just shooting into the air. So it's just the world that we live in. Um, I I know we don't we don't like to do late reviews and stuff, but there's no way we can go on without discussing the Batman fully. Like, it was that good of a movie. And for those people that have said, oh my God, he was boring, blah, blah, blah. They probably need to see it, Doctor. It, obviously. And I think I said it the last, the first time when the movie came out initially that it's not really like a spy movie. Like, it's a detective movie involving Batman. Yes. Like, that is how, so like, even the cinematography and everything, it was, it was very, I did not expect it to be anywhere near, near, near how good it was at all. Obviously, this um, the DC Extended Universe, DC, you have and you've announced that um, Matrix, um, the Kravitz, Robert Pattinson are all going to return for a sequel. It has been officially confirmed. Production is about to is going to start at, at some point this year. But the annoying part for me is, like you said, it's I, I know that um, superhero movies are superhero movies. We all enjoy them. They're fun and everything. But sometimes we forget, like we want things to go in a certain direction. We keep forgetting that okay, what if I go in a different direction? Because that's exactly what Matrix has proved that I don't have to do the conventional superhero movie. I can do something different. I can actually because it's hard to find a superhero movie that is so grounded, like so realistic to the point where you feel like okay, this is something that can actually happen. Yeah, and I feel like this is one of the benefits of like doing. A standalone spy movie, not cinematic universe connection and so on, and which is one of the reasons about the potential sequel. Like at some point, we just we just become normal media content, like, and they might ruin the ocean, ruin the ocean, which is the worry. But as a standalone movie without any connection to this universe in particular, it was, it, is, it is brilliant. Like it, again, it's grounded, it's gritty. There's no there's no flash. There's no. There's no. Um, no sparkles or all those, all those normal CGI nonsense. That it, it was there, but it's limited. It's about the story. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. It's, it is yeah. hard to find that super movie, but it's about the story and characters in itself, especially characters that we know already. Like we know all these characters, and yet the way they bring them to life is brilliant. See, um, and it, it was hard to find the flow. Like it was really hard to find the flow for the movie. But one thing. I could point out to was um, John Turturro's performance as um, Carmine Falcone. I don't know if you've seen Gotham. Gotham is um, the series about other characters, about Commissioner James Gordon himself, Jim Gordon and other yeah. characters. And um, John Duro like, really, really translated Carmine Falcone to the big screen. I just felt like John Turturro cowered a little bit when it came to playing that role of Falcone. Like, it didn't really feel like a crime boss to me. Yeah, I I actually thought maybe like like all those crime bosses were like a, at a developing stage, but the, I think Falcon was already big in this point, so they, they underused. It was underused, and even I was not I was not also not a fan of the way they use Andy Serkis as Alfred. Like, if you take him from the the film, the film still runs the same way. Like, nothing really nothing really happens that involves him that much, and it's yeah, it's, it's almost it's also integral to Batman. So that's that, that was that was definitely a big flop for me. Yeah, but the fact that we learned that 
instead of learning to fight from the League of Shadows that we've seen in other Batman movies, um, he actually, Robert Pattinson actually learned to fight from Alfred because those that have seen Gotham of Red comics before, Alfred was actually ex-Special Forces in the UK, blah, 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 before he retired, came to work for the Wayne's family and he proceeded through that line and he did all those things. So, like, even from the fight sequencing, the scene, like, the way he fought, he didn't fight like someone that was trained from League of Shadows in Taijutsu or any of those. It, it was just proper, hardcore brawling and fighting, like someone that had military training instead of the whole League of Shadows drama. Yeah, and it shows, like, um, attention to detail. Like, it, okay, yes, let's connect the fight scene to its connection with Alfred, not the other way around. And there was no way the League of Shadows thing would have made sense because he's a younger Batman. He's not, he didn't go away for a particular number of years and come back. So that connection there was very good. Anyway, um, away from the Batman down to from Lawan because hmm, let me say if your enemy want to catch you, let, let, let's not even use catch. If your enemies want to, they don't want to celebrate small downfall like this. They'll be waiting for you at the tunnel. Small, the fact that Verstappen laps Hamilton one time last Sunday, despite the fact that Hamilton had a slower car, you could see everybody from Christian Ona to Helmut Marko to Nico Rosberg to Jos Verstappen. Everybody just celebrating. Oh my God, Verstappen laughed Hamilton. He's so great. He should have retired. He's not good enough. He can't drive. In short, if you put him inside Kekengo, you will not be able to move it. Like, this things, it's like these people don't get tired. Like, at some point, they might need to move on and be like, okay, we're being racist a lot. We need to stop showing this thing. No, the, the, the fact remains that, especially with behaviors like that, it, it is very difficult to hide. It's not something like, it's not something you can actually box in. So it's just like, but I love to see this because it, it kind of shows the level of um, integrity. Let me, let me use that word, that the sport has. It shows that there's no integrity at all in Formula One. And it just, I know I said I was not going to say this, but I just have to say it. It just, it just makes it clear that last year, that last year was, last year was a broad daylight robbery. And I love it. I love the fact that it's happening now because um, hopefully if Mercedes can gather momentum and the suspension, the wings, if they can make literally adjustments, that would actually count for something. You can see when you see Russell in the car, you can see that there's actually a difference. Hey, hey, like, be, before, you, before you go to that, but let me take you there because as soon as the race ended and George Russell was talking to Sky Sport, then Sky Sport called um, Nico Rosberg on video. It felt like Nico Rosberg has been waiting for decades to see whatever it is that was on his mind. Toto and um, the engineering team apologized to um, Hamilton that oh my god, sorry that the car was very undrivable because Hamilton was particularly consistent in failure over the weekend. Qualifying, uh, practice 14. Qualifying 14. Everything was 14. just 14. Race 14. It was just, it was just consistent there. So when Roseburg came in, Roseburg was like, you know what? Oh my god, Toto was just trying to be smart or cool, blah, blah, blah. It's the same car. George Russell and Hamilton are in the same car. And I'm like, this guy drove in Formula 1 for years. Like, he was in Formula 1 for years. And he knows that whether you're in the same team or not, the car is always different. Especially when the team is struggling, they'll make more experiments. They might say, okay, you know what? We'll put plan A in you, then plan B in you, and see whichever one works, then we'll go from that angle. 
Rosberg knows that. But Rosberg in his infinite wisdom, because that's like the perfect word to use, his infinite wisdom and, and unlimited envy and jealousy came out and was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's the same car, but you can see George Russell is driving it better. He's doing this, but I'm like, is this guy not? Someone had to come on Twitter and show us like an artwork of both cars to show that, okay, the wings are different. The sideboards are different. The, the wings are different. The sideboards are different. The suspension angles are different. So I, I think it's just bitterness. I will not lie to you. Ah. I'm, I'm a, like, I, I'm a big Rosberg fan, and I was very happy when the team decided that he should take the championship of 2016. But <laughs> like, like for people that saw that season, we all knew it was just decided. But why not try? Exactly, and I'm missing a lot of mechanical failures. So you get so I I understand that there's a lot of bitterness. There were there were there were some pints of um, spite in that their rivalry. But coming publicly to say stuff like that does not paint him in a good light. And <sighs> we are humans. We are humans. Anyway, I wouldn't blame him too because as as soon as he won the championship in 2016, Rosberg retired immediately because that final race for those that saw the final race in Abu Dhabi, Hamilton almost killed him psychologically. <laughs> like the way he slowed down everything, Rosberg parked in the middle of the road and the race ended and he went to hug his wife. He almost nearly died. And he said, like, eh, in my life, I will never do this again. Like he couldn't, his mind couldn't bear the challenge at all. But now, no problem. Let's just let's just face Hamilton now because it's the devil and he's struggling. Someone said he should retire, someone said it's not good enough. He has always been lucky. No, I like I like Ooh. I just like the way the world wow. looks. Like for somebody, for somebody like that. from for somebody that won championship with a it is constructor that was struggling. <laughs> like it's, it's, we have it's, short, it's just we have crazy. Short-term memory. We have short-term memory in this world. Short-term memory. See, we live in a world whereby if Verstappen wins three time what titles or four what titles throughout his entire career, somebody will wake up one day and say, you know what, it was a better driver than Amity. And say it's a greater driver than Amity. You I, have to I, I, like, already. I can already hear the whispers of that already. <laughs> like the person will be like after I drove for Red Bull. And you'll be uh, wondering, okay. Okay. Red Bull are one of Red the best Bull. teams in Formula One. Now, what do you mean by Drew? Don't mind that. Red Bull is ass now. <laughs> Red Bull is ass. Like, they're always struggling at the bottom. All of his sudden, ah, is now. It's not like he drove for Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. See, racism is racism is just amazing. That's the only way I can describe yeah. it. Because if you go into it, it's just going crazy. to be crazy. Um, Kule, the, the champions. When we say we don't like the European Super League, it's because of we like the Champions League. Like Champions League is clear. If you see the games between Man City and Real Madrid, it just shows you that the ah, I'm sorry, let me get but my United don't belong in competitions like that. You don't understand? No, see games like that. My United don't. Sorry, I agree. Don't I, I, I strongly agree. Like the intensity, the quality, like everything on display, it just shows that oh my god, everything is right about this competition. Like everything is genuine. I know both of you are still going to engage in a debate towards the end of the show, but like when you see the way Benzema has played. In this competition, ah, the, I, I believe it gets to the point where it doesn't even matter whether Madrid wins it or not. Maybe it should be it should be one of the favorites to win the Ballon d'Or. Hey, absolutely, uh, and definitely, definitely should be because forty-one goals this season and it's thirty-three. And it, I think um, Real Madrid would have something similar because the first twenty-five minutes of that match, match absolutely battered them. Like it felt like Real Madrid had never played football before, and yet. <laughs> There's something about Real Madrid whereby like they are never down for long. Like it doesn't, it's not possible. Like um, and even 
you could see the way um Guardiola was moving the touchline. Like when 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 Mares missed one chance, he was so furious. I knew that oh yes, this team this team will not end well for us because it's Real Madrid and it's one of those things where you look like ah we left them alive and you don't want to leave Real Madrid alive. It is not it is as in against Chelsea, PSG and now they've been outplayed and yet they are still in the same final. Like. The gameplay is not sustainable. They are, they are meant to be this old. <laughs> Cavall is bad. Their defense is not good. And yes, they keep winning. And it is it's incredible. Like, there's no logical explanation to watch them. But, but do we attribute that to the mentality of the players, the quality of the players, or to Ancelotti himself? Like, okay. I think he's. Savvy manager. I think, I think to understand, maybe both. Because Ancelotti is the kind of manager that doesn't overdo, overdo things. Like, he gives players freedom. And. <laughs> Well, and remember, yeah, and they have the kind of players that they're not okay. Yes, if we pick our moment and we maximize our chances, we'll get something because those three goals they were barely chances. Like the first goal, they you know, Benzema yeah. had no right, he had no business he going no that right face for that, yeah. no like power. massive, massive ricochet. <laughs> he had no right to go, and yet, must miss like eight chances. If Massey were five new after twenty minutes, nobody would have complained. And yet, if Rimadi scored twice in Benabar, they are going to the final. So yes, it's, and I will not put it past them by any means. Now, now, because Bright, when you look at their midfield, Modric legs, Cruz, Cruz can't even play sixty minutes. Once it's sixty like this, you can't. You already say that you can't run anymore. <laughs> uh, coach, I don't try. You understand? This mm. is the boy stop. Now, yeah, God help me reach. Let's just move on. But. When, when they look back at that game, like Vinicius, the, the quality on show, because they picked their moment, like Kuli said, and their quality came up with those moments, would they look back at it and be like, yeah, we can really beat Man City in the second leg? And let's not forget the fact that this is a Real Madrid team in the summer that Florentino Perez wanted to send everybody to buy Mbappe. He didn't even buy defenders at all. He was like, you know what, I don't care. It's Militao will play, Nacho will play. In short, it's just Vallejo will play safe. I want to Mbappe only. Like, when you consider those factors, like Bright, is it would it be like an overachievement if they eventually get to the final? I, I think I think in all sincerity, if they actually get to the final, they need they need a lot of applauding because um this team has always been about just um getting those moments right. Like if you against Chelsea, countless times that Chelsea Chelsea were supposed to close the game. Like I, I, I wasn't expecting them to make it past Chelsea, in all sincerity. I knew the first leg looked somehow, but uh, and the Man City game, it was not like they were in all sincerity for those of us that understand this game very well. They were not spectacular. They did absolutely just their job. They just did their job and they left they left Etihad in safe hands. So it, it, it's a mix of maturity, a mix of um, the fact that Ancelotti knows what he's doing. Like, like Kuli Riley said, he does not overcook things. Let's just stick to the basics. This is what we need to achieve. And I felt that Man City would be to blame if Real Madrid make it, makes it through. Because when the game was 3-1, I expected them to just cook that game. Like, just cook it. Like, one up and, like, everybody would have been singing their praises and talk about how great a team they were and that. But the fact remains that there's a lot of dynamism to that Real Madrid team. You would see that the same thing that Fernandinho did that led to their third goal was what he wanted to do. But Vinicius was able to yeah. think on his feet like, eh, so immediately <laughs> he, he improvised. And that was what led to 
them getting back into that game. And I, I just feel that moment of geniuses like that, flashes of brilliance, not even genius. Like, I love Vinicius, but he was just average in that game. But the exact moment where he switched on, a 15-meter dazzle from halfway line, and he scored a very wonderful goal. So you can see the experience, the mix of experience and youth and vibrance in that team. It might be what will actually take them over the line. Either way, Real Madrid can look back and be like, okay, I've done I've done a good job in the first leg, off to the second leg. Um, there, was a, there was another Champions League tie. Let's not sound biased, but Real tried Liverpool won. That's the way it is for me. I don't know how to move past it. Um, before we get into the debate, the NBA players are ongoing. Um, remember when Kyrie came, told us at the beginning of the season, you know what? We don't really need a coach now. Like, we don't need a coach. When he joined Brooklyn, like, we don't really need a coach, blah, blah, blah. The way we are assembled, we are straight on championship titles. We don't need any coach. We don't do anything. Now, after they got swept by the Celtics in the playoffs, we are talking about OE and KD and the owner and the GM can manage the franchise. Sometimes when Kyrie says things like this, you'll be wondering, is he really delusional or what? Um, I think we've been saying it over for the past two years that Kyrie is an, is an, is a, is erratic. Like, he cannot come out. That's, that's, that, this is one of... Which is why... Him having him as like the spokesman for the players is a blessing and he can just come out and say anything. Like he doesn't he doesn't care about the backlash, he doesn't care if it costs him money, it is not his business. He has said it and he has done. And basically at the beginning of the season he was like, I hey, don't worry, when the going gets off, who are down to move. And yes, they they got, they got swept away. Like, it was not, it was not even there for the beginning of the season. It was not even there for the... I mean, the same person that said you know, when the going gets tough. When the going got tough, it was not even there. It was like... I mean, it's basically like... It came I'm not collecting vaccine. It came out like, oh yeah, we can do this. And then after it, it came out like, guys, so, yeah, you guys are your own. You so, move on. I'll see you at the end of the season. And you can... Oh, yes, he's not... It's not, it is not, it's not stable. I feel like if that's the word you use, it's a bit unstable. It's Elon Musk, it's Elon Musk part two. Elon Musk, Elon basketball. I, because, because he, he jumps for one, he can come back and then tomorrow and say something different. Like, he can even come out and say something against KD, like, yes, maybe KD is one of the things that holding us back. And <laughs> Which is we we know what we know what is capable. Of. I won't be surprised because it's the same person that won the championship with LeBron and came out a few years later to say something about. I say he has never team. seen anybody with a whole cook. So he has never seen anybody that could shoot like this. This is the first time he's seen. He's see. playing with a shooter. Uh, really. Good, no problem. No problem. Kyrie, a few Jago cook. Um, uh, how do I put it now to the debate proper? Because okay, I think Elemaja showed up first, so Elemaja gets to choose if he'll be defending the Champions League or the World Cup as the biggest yeah. football competition. Definitely, I'll I'll, de- I'll go for the underdog. I'm defending the UEFA Champions League. Right, I guess Kunle gets the World Cup. So Elemaja, you have one minute on the clock. Your time starts now. Please tell the our listeners why you believe the Champions League is a bigger football competition. Yeah, I believe the Champions League is a bigger competition because it's very obvious the quality of football is second to none. Uh, the structure of the tournament is one that is innovative. It has been, though it has been experimental in its early days, but it has shown innovation and it has been like the benchmark for other competitions to um, like walk through them. And considering how coveted the trophy is, and though the World Cup might have a better monetary value, but it is. 
it is better in quality of game, the best players, the teams are more organized, and it is a better competition in the sense that it is not the World Cup where you see a Germany Saudi Arabia matchup and you just get a eight nil trashing, and the game is. We have so many boring games in the World Cup that fans just dread to see them through. But the Champions League produces memorable nights upon nights. Is it the Eclasico derbies? Time up. Is Thank the... you very much. Thank you very much for your Eclasico derbies and everything. Even though... Moshe Beresin Cook. Moshe Beresin Cook. Your one minute starts now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should start to be a bright-ended. Very serious about um, there are no boring games in Champions League and there is always... Master of Pichak Sapori for... Like, we... For like the past 15 years in Champions League, and they should that is that is not competition. And I think the most important thing for the World Cup is uniqueness, like it happens so so so, so time every four years. And if you lose the World Cup, there's a sense to you that you're like, ah, oh, I can never win this again. Like if you win, if you lose the Champions League, okay, you can come out the next season and qualify. You're a big team. If you lose the World Cup final, you know you're never getting here again. So that is how difficult it is in the World Cup because. It's not just form and it's momentum, it's coaching, it's togetherness. And it is, I think that that's what makes it a better tournament for. And also, the World Cup is ultimately the festival of football. Because to our next extent, nobody can. You know, it, it up for a reason where I can sit down and watch Iran Serbia at home and it will make sense. I cannot watch Celtic versus Astana and nobody, nobody is going to watch it. Because it is not, <laughs> there's nothing unique about it. Time up. Um, your final point in 30 seconds. Yeah, my final rebuttal to what you just said is the fact that uh, it's so obvious in the list of winners that it is not a, it is not a good competition. If if there's racism in the number of winners they are divided, <laughs> continent to which their winners are coming from. So I feel, I feel, I feel the World Cup is a racist tournament because Asians and Africans have never won. I know that's stupid, but it's cool. I just love that. That sounded so cool. Schooling, your final points, please. Uh, you can't, wait, if you're going to say, oh, yes, the rework of the series is tournament, the Champions League is also an elitist tournament because uh, the four leagues make up 50% of the group stage sports. Like, that's institutional cheating now because you cannot make sense anywhere else. That basically, the Champions League is built on cheating. So, you can't come out and say, oh, yeah, the World Cup is. Also, it's, it's basically, the Champions League doesn't have a leg to stand on in that regard. But we've had, anyway. we've had, we've had underdog stories. You've not had any. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Cameroon has got to the quarterfinal of the Champions League. So, <laughs> I will walk over that. So, uh, you can see, there are no other. North Korea has beaten Italy in the World Cup. So, they are, they are underdog stories. You can't... You can't no, um, in, in the Champions League, in the past, since, since 1993... There was there's not, there's not been a strong oh, winner in Champions League. And, and even so even the winner must say they, they cheated. They they fixed matches. So they have fixed matches. <laughs> so it's not so to be no. There's no seats for World Cup. It's only South America, Europe, South America, Europe. And maybe the rest of the should go should go and be good and play better football. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you guys have it. So please. Don't forget to respond to us in the comment or on Twitter. Tell us who you think won the debate. Is it is the World Cup the bigger competition or the Champions League the bigger competition? And the one about nothing predictions return this returns this weekend. Uh, we'll be sticking with the Champions League. So there are two Champions League semi-finals. Yes, games. they are sticking with my own tournament. They are sticking with my tournament. <laughs> because there's no World Cup currently. <laughs> <laughs> and because the World Cup. 
You don't play work for five minutes, so you can't. Can I go on? Can I go on? And also, you have to cannot ruin the work up and say they want to start playing legacy work up. Or if you have to start, playing, you go to work up. <laughs> so, like you have it, please pick any of the Champions League games, and I will predict the accurate score of both uh, both legs aggregate score any of the two Champions League games, but you must make sure you predict the accurate score for both legs, whether it gets to penalty, extra time, whatever it is that you believe would be the accurate score. Uh, the winners will be announced if there's anyone. Um, thank yeah. you so much, guys, for being here. Like, I feel like before we go, I want to point out that in, in terms of the Nigerian election theater, it, it looked like uh, <laughs> the Prabiadu came out to support Osibanjo's from Hakad Pit. And some, I think, Tony Wiz were brought out to receive that it used to scam people before before he became governor. So, I didn't get that just to he came out to support Wait, which kind of scam? Which kind of scam? Like, see, you which think his name was something? His name was something? He's from my kid. Like, he used to use that name. It might be true, it might be false, but at this point, everybody's been a receipt for anybody. So, exactly. See, that's the beauty about politics. People that put you there, people that will be a secret. Today you mention oh, like yeah. the ones that they will bring they it don't, they don't even have they don't even have any iota of shame again. It has gotten exactly. to and, and the worst partner is that everybody wants to buy from Minister of Education. Also, is on strike. He's buying hundred million naira presidential tickets for APC. Well, I, I don't get. No, I don't get. Is there is there a special award for buying APC from PDP form? Because I don't understand. Everybody this. wants to buy. See, let me get. If you have free money, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. No, no, no. I, I feel. See, wait. I, I I know that if you contest under any party like f- mm. for the presidential election, like main election, not primaries. I know there's like, I don't know. You I had this somewhere that, and everything, yeah. yes, you can put it in your CVs, on your Wikipedia yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it would only pay our lunch 200 million because then, we know all of these guys, they are born this thing. If I have 2 billion in my account, I might as well spend 100 million on the form. And I, I know I will make the money back as minister. And so, also it is, is money launched. Like, so I cannot, I cannot come out and say, okay, I'll do this on the remote, this on the remote. Don't worry, I used to copy. It's just gone. Exactly. It's just gone. So, exactly. it's like that. Because because why would you have over 12 people or, or 15 people in one party buying 100 million phones? Even this dull governor of Cross River, Professor Ben Ayadi, that, don't, that didn't believe that COVID was real in the first place, that he said it's calm, it's malaria. He wants to go and have a place for confidence. All right. Well, no, no only, only your dumb. Who are you, professor? Why are you so That's wicked, bro? I That's know, I know, but but why do you, you for not put the professor? What about Bula Shiri? Our educational uh, system is not bad. Bula Shiri. I've said it before that people, some people said they are chosen to the devil to become president. They already posted a picture of Dagabani in um, Mecca. They say he's walking around Mecca like he's fit enough. You will still go around marathon. I'm telling you for that. If I pity please, the, the artist please, that does, I am that only does the ambulance song. company or in case in case the number wants to run my please, please. I have please, an ambulance. I say I pity uh, an artist that does, does a hit song next because nothing you will see about it. So, like there's no you can you know there's no two ways. It's going to appear. <laughs> Either way, it will be interesting to see because one thing I know for sure is that none of these people have any interest in fixing this country. None. It's just who make a job become president for pride's sake. Um, I'm afraid that's all we can take for tonight. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Um, Elemaj has to go back to his 
online business. I don't know if he's making money or not, but you shall share, send funds. I'm not making money. Or you should pray for me. Or you, our listeners, please include me in your prayers. If you go to his timeline, the only thing you will see there is ETH, CPC, all types of coins that exist in this world. He's telling me he's not making money. Are you doing? Thank you so much. Thanks for thanks for having me. Cheers, everyone. Thanks, guys.